Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Something Borrowed podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Amanda. And we're your hosts. Today, we're talking with Rachel about her wedding. Hey, Rachel. (laughs) I told you I would bring a totally chaotic energy because this is my cousin. Um, And not just any cousin. This is my middle child power cousin. We're both the middle children of our family, and it's bonded us for life. Um, So I'm so excited you're here, Rachel. And also, like, I'm definitely going to collect all my cousins for this podcast, just so (laughs) everyone knows. Right, but I like to say that I feel very special to be the first. Yes, you are special. Well, welcome. We're excited to have you. Thank you. So happy to be here and discuss my... My wedding day. Yeah, super magical wedding day. Um, So the first thing we like to talk about is people's personality type um, because we feel like it's interesting to see how different people plan differently and how colored that is by like their – well, we we like the Enneagram, but Myers-Briggs, whatever you're into, which I know – because I know you that you do know your Enneagram type. So are you willing to share that information with us? Yes, I am. So I am definitely a type four. Um, So I, or, you know, in all the things like the perfect melancholy and all the the feelings (laughs) and all feel things strongly, want to express myself artistically. And like the big thing of like, I want things to be unique and I like to be my own person and express that and let the world mm-hmm. know that, but also a true introvert all the way. So look <laughs> at me in my fashion, but don't talk to me, <laughs> I would say. I feel like the four and the introvert go hand in hand quite often. Yeah, yeah, just feeling all the feelings. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. We, we like to be alone with our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so... How do you feel like your four, your type, really played into wedding planning and how you approached it? So I would say as a type four, wedding planning for me was like I had an idea of what I wanted um, and I would collaborate with my husband and hear what he want and try and incorporate that. But then if there was something I was unsure about, I knew when I would see it or if I like once I got there or was like at the, at the vendor, it would come to me and I'd be like, that's what I want. So I think it would just help to me. I think as a four, you're just a little more decisive being self-aware. What is his type? Do you know his type? So I don't officially know, but Aaron, my sister, Andrea and I are all like, we both assume that he's just a nine. Cause I already was just calling him the diplomat. He's a peacemaker. He is. <laughs> Like anytime you come to him with like, or I want to like complain about something at work and he'll be like, well, actually, have you thought about seeing it from this point of view? It's like, just complain with me. (laughs) Just let me be mad and be mad with me and be petty. But like, and like, he's the person that in his family that people go to, to help problem solve. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm a nine, but I have a strong eight wing. So I can I can be petty and, and talk shit yes. with you. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's so, it can be so frustrating. Even today, I read an email and I was like, "Can you believe this?" And he was like, "Actually, did you think about this?" And I'm like, "No." 
<laughs> nice. Well, um, one of the other questions we like to ask is, um, where were you in your wedding planning pre-engagement? So before you and um, your husband got engaged, where were you in your planning? Like, were you somebody who had had your wedding plans since childhood? Were you kind of like, I have a general idea of what I want? Or were you starting from scratch? Ooh, so I would like, I would, to be completely honest, I would swing back and forth. Being a child of divorce, there's a part of you that's like, I don't want a wedding. I don't want a big to do. I don't want this. I don't even know mm-hmm. if I totally agree with all of this, if this is necessary. And then for me personally, like then I met my husband, Joseph, and it was like, yes, I do want to get married and I want to be married to him. And I want this, exp- I want to have, I want to be together yeah. forever and express it to our families um, and to our loved ones and celebrate it. Um, So I would go back and forth of like, do I want to, should it be big? Should it be small? It was just something just like in the back of my head, but like dating my husband, then it was like, okay, this is real. This is going to be real. Let's talk about what we think down the road. This is going to look like. So I would say it was like pre-engagement was kind of like only because of like knowing I was going to get married, we were going to be married it was just then having discussions with him to see if we were mm-hmm. on the same page or not. Yeah. 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 You know, this sense. is like a random side note, really just like about Joe. But um, I th- we talked a couple episodes ago about like the concept of plus ones. And in general, we didn't like give a lot mm-hmm. of plus ones to people we hadn't met. But I'm pretty sure at our wedding was either the first or the second time I had met Joe. And like – he is just one of those people that like you could meet at your own wedding and like, he's just so lovely to be around. So it makes me so happy to hear. <laughs> and like, I don't like to meet people. So like to meet yeah, yeah. at my wedding and be like, <laughs> Oh my God, I love him. So when, when I found out you guys were getting married, I was like, I love this for you. <laughs> he's just a gem, a gem of a human being. And I haven't gotten to spend a lot of time with him. I've met him once or twice, but you can definitely tell that he like is the kind of person that you do feel like you've known forever when you meet him yeah. and is just very like personable and oh, enjoyable. He's the nicest man, the nicest man yes. on the planet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So tell us then a little bit about your engagement and, and how long generally you were you had to plan your wedding from, you know, the day that you got engaged? So Joe and I got engaged in May. Um, and so we had decided after I think a couple of weeks of talking about when we want to get officially married, we're like, let's just do it next year and let's just do it that way. So we gave ourselves like a year runway to plan. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think it was just like, we kind of just had a date and it was just, okay, we just know it's going to be in May and just working with venues to see, we'll let that set the date and just working or not doing and not doing Memorial day weekend, taking that out of the equation. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, venue was really like your first. Yeah. So the two main, yeah. So the two main driving forces was like, it was honestly money. It was like, we, I, I was strongly like, I live in DC. We live, both live in DC. We work together. We work at the same place. We both do like fundraising for higher education. We do not make a lot of money. And we were just like, we, I want to 
spend as little as possible yeah. while still trying to have realistic expectations and having a great time and, and executing and celebrating the way we want to do it. But I was like, ultimately, I was like, I do not want to spend a lot of money. Um, and he at first kind of bucked a little bit and was like, I want a big wedding. And I was like, I do not want a big wedding. Like also, because as the introvert, I don't want a lot of people. I Mm -hmm. just wanted to keep it small on the smaller side. And he was like, but I have a lot of fans. He has come from a huge Irish Italian family. And I'm just like, I also have a large family, but I would also like to keep it small. (laughs) Um, And just that kind of was like, okay, so like money and then it was like and then venue and so it's like do we do my husband's from upstate new york Mm -hmm. we live in dc but my family's in the philadelphia area so then it was like we're not doing dc because that is way too much money to have a wedding in dc yeah so we were like let's look in pencil like let's look in philly and it was like we went and my husband did not believe Joe did not believe me when I told him how much to like rent a venue would be. He was like, There's no way it's four or five thousand dollars. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> so like having to show him and like show him proposals from venues and like yeah. take him to a venue to be like, No, friend, it's going to be a lot more money. Yeah. And so um it was like, that was like one of the big, so we were looking to do it stateside originally, but just being like, it's just so expensive to get married in the Northeast. And it was just like, all right, let's just talk to some people. So, um, and see if we can actually do like a destination wedding and see how that, how that will pan out and like cost yeah. wise. Um, so he, so my husband's mother's side of the family lives in Northern Ireland and they would travel there multiple times a year to go see family. My husband then did a year abroad, like did a year of grad school uh, at Belfast in Belfast. So he was like, like on a whim, his mom was like joking one day and was like, why don't you guys get married in Northern Ireland? And it was like, actually, you know what? Like, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. this. <laughs> this will be you get to spend time like in a place that you love. I get to experience like this metaphorical adventure becomes like a literal adventure and it's a way to keep costs down and it's a way to, um, to keep it small too. So it meets like, it's like ticking all the boxes Mm -hmm. that we were like, yes, let's do this. And then we started working with like, he has like cousin who's a priest over there. So my husband's very much Irish Catholic and that's what we decided we wanted to do. But it was like, okay, we can get the church in this like little tiny town where his family lives. And we're like, we're going to do it May 1st. And we're like, done. And so it was like, man, like we were like, okay, <laughs> we felt so good to be like, all right, this is like, we got the first thing done and this is like really happening. Yeah. It feels good when that first like planning piece is in please. Yeah. So around like how far out did you finally make the decision? Like, do you remember? I would say it had to be like, probably like took long. We are procrastinators. So it probably took probably <laughs> two months in or three months in. Like it was in the summer that we were like traveling to like Philly and to like look at venues. And um, and I think by the, by July, I want to say we were like, no, let's just, let's pull up, let's, and it was like, okay, let's do, let's do this. Like, let's go into Northern Ireland and get married yeah. and do it there. Yeah. That's so That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, 
so you said you you had the church nailed down, and then did you say what like where like along that you had planned where to do a reception? I mean, also just in general, we haven't talked to anyone who planned. Well, I guess we talked to someone who planned a Disney destination wedding, but that's a little different. Like <laughs> all of where does all of the like where you're going to stay and where you're going to have a reception? How did all that come together? So, so I. So I was really lucky in that my husband and his family spend so much time there and have family mm-hmm. that still live there. So we could be in contact with people that live there, his, like his cousins mm-hmm. that live over there. And they already know, like his mom and his dad and Joseph all know, like, okay, we can do here. We should, we need to go here. We need to ask this person about this venue. Like they know the, all the pubs and like all the places to stay and like all that stuff. And so like my husband's family was already going to be put up with like, his family that lives over there. And it was like, just asking my husband to be like, where should my family be staying? Okay. Where should we like looking at venues? I mean, I did all, did all this booking and all the stuff online, but it was, and did my own like research on the side, but like, it was so helpful to have someone who knew the region. Yeah. Okay. This is who we can talk to. Oh, this person's reputable and like do a little bit of field work without us having to, because I know there's people like doing my own research too about destination weddings. I know there's brides who like will go to their destination like multiple times to do stuff. Yeah. But it was like that's just not feasible for us, right? To be traveling to and from DC internationally yeah. to do that. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Yeah, that's a hike. <laughs> so yeah, you, and you talked about like this, like wanting to keep it small, especially for you as an introvert. So, what, like, what number of people were you actually in the end? Did you look for a venue that would accommodate? So we ended up just looking for about twenty to thirty because we were just like at that point we were just like also it just was like okay we're going to keep it small, but we don't want to. And we were inviting people knowing like, hey, we recommend that you make this like make this a trip for yourselves, mm-hmm. like add a couple of days on. If you're going to make pay to come fly out to Northern Ireland, you should just hop over and go into Europe and like do your own thing. Um, so we were just it was just going to be like his family, my family. Um, and then he had like some college friends that were going to come with like their fam, like their immediate family. Mm-hmm. And then we're the Irish, the Northern Irish family was going to be there. So right. it's just like, we're just going to keep it loose. And we also didn't want to put, if anyone didn't wanted to come and then wanted to do their own sightseeing, it was like, come to the ceremony. If you want to come to the reception, that's great. It's just going to be at this, like, it's called the, oh my God, I'm going to like butcher the name. <laughs> it's like some sort of lot, like Larry Lodge in like Ballymena, Northern Ireland. And it was like by a water, my husband's like, oh, it's by a waterfall. It's beautiful. And they were like great to work with. Um, And they told us like, oh, in the cost, even like in the cost for the venue, they were like, we will offer the bride and groom like car service, like to and from the reception, which I was like, that's gold <laughs> in my book. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to drive tiny, nor like you, like United Kingdom roads, with a car that I'm not comfortable in. Yeah, for so sure. We were, but like, it was just a matter of like, we're just going to, tr- I think it was about like 30 people at most. So in your planning, what was like the next, you know, card to fall? Was the next thing the dress? I mean, that's often the case, but I don't, I don't know if that was what came next for you or not. Yeah, I would say the dress. Cause then in the midst of doing all this research, it's like, 
I'm researching, like trying to find someone to do hair, someone to do makeup, someone to take Mm -hmm. photos. Um, But then it was also like doing dress hunting and doing research about like, how do you take a dress? How do people recommend to yeah. be wearing a dress on an airplane? Because there's people who are like, don't pack it, buy a ticket for the dress. Buy it in the ticket, right? So the dress can be protected because you can't guarantee that the like, oh if your dress is too big, that they can't put Jeez. it in carry on or won't stow it. Like, it was like, that was like yeah. a whole thing too. That's so <laughs> I, yeah, but it was like, I went to, oof. I went to like four or five dress appointments um, until I found my dress. And it was like a lot of like trying to be mindful of our budget and be like, I do not want, but knowing that I love clothes and I love fashion, it's <laughs> like, there's no way, maybe hoping against hope that I was not going to go above like, I think my budget was like, and I was like, Mm -hmm. just stay under. You can do it. You can stay under. You're going to find something. And like, I went to all these dress, these like couple dress appointments and I was like, this is not happening. Like, Mm -hmm. I specifically want something that's like unique that I'm not going to see a lot of pictures of on Instagram, like, or anywhere else. And it's like, I just am not finding what I like. And so finally, I went to like this boutique in Doylestown with my sister and my mom. I think my aunt and Aunt Gigi was there and like she like specifically is a boutique that specifically caters towards like more unique dresses or like one of mm-hmm. kind or like limited pieces. And I was like crapping my pants when I saw the price tag for when I put the dress on. I was like, <laughs> this is the dress. Like this is it. I love it. It's like ticks all the box for me. Like yeah. And it was like, I feel like a bride in this dress. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what I want to be wearing. Mm -hmm. And he photographed Mm -hmm. it. And I want him to see me in. So I was like, oh, woof. When I saw him, I was like, (laughs) this is it. This is going to be my big thing that I'm going to blow out. So not to be like a total D-hole, but this makes me so happy because this is where you and I are so similar. And I swear to God. Every single person we've talked to has said, it was the first dress I tried on. And I'm like, I cried, unhappy tears, went to many a place. And for the same reason as you, because we're we're very similar in that way, where I, in my head, I knew kind of what I wanted in the sense that I wanted it to be a specific weird thing, but was also open <laughs> with Yeah, right. Where I was just like, I know what I don't, I kind of know what I don't want. I yeah. know the silhouette I don't want, but I think I want more form-fitting, maybe like a mermaid or like trumpety or something where like has a little bit of something like shows off my form, but then like mm-hmm. gives some, but we'll move away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, because it's going to be ca- a Catholic wedding, I'll cover my shoulders just to be like respectful. Also, like I yeah. think it's pretty. I want it to be pretty. And so it was like, I want yeah. like light long sleeves and as I was trying stuff on I was like I actually do like a long like a long sleeve I think that looks Mm -hmm. gorgeous like I'm here for it and so when I found the dress it was it was form-fitting it then it like mermaid out a little bit and then had like a little bit of a train it was this beautiful like lace like Hungarian lace or something the woman said I don't know she could have been like (laughs) up my my butt but like I bought it I mean I literally (laughs) bought the dress and then it had like it was had it was like a deep v but it actually had like the netting across the sheer netting and then mm-hmm. the sleeves so 
like sheer with like light lace all in it on it mm-hmm. the buttons down the back and like a mm-hmm. deep v back it was beautiful it's a beautiful dress so yeah. i loved yeah. it i loved it so much yeah awesome mm-hmm. and then so do you guys plan to have a bridal party and and did you pick out dresses and all that how did that go so i because my our bridal party was just going to be our siblings mm-hmm. and it was going to be my two sisters and then his he has an oldest sister and then his two brothers and like that was going to be it and i don't i know how picky i am with like clothing and like i did not want to and i, I also know Side note, like I also know, like I don't want people are already spending money to come to this wedding. It's already an mm-hmm. extra expense. So I was like, I don't want to break the bank and make yeah. someone pay for a dress that they're only going to wear one time that they mm-hmm. don't really care about. So I just left it like, here's a color, here's the color palette. I would like you to be like, this be the main color. And like, if I just had them all, my sister and his sister Elizabeth, like on a chat together, it was like, you need to talk amongst yourselves because. My only concern was I just want the colors to be similar, like in the similar family. And I want the hemlines not to be too crazy different so that it looks wonky. But I want you to figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, this is on you. But I was like, first thing I gave them like examples of pulled some example dresses so they could see. And I was like, this is, I don't want, because I don't want you to feel like I'm the bridezilla that's forcing anyone into Mm -hmm. something that don't want to be in they're not going to be comfortable in yeah like you're going to be everyone's going to be like in an un, like in northern ireland in a not their home area right. so like i don't want you to be super yeah. comfortable and i don't want you to be wearing something that you think like you'll never wear again yeah right. so what what color was or color scheme were you looking at it was like a blush pink it was like blush pinks champagne mm-hmm. i mean it feels like so long ago. I have like no recollection really. <laughs> and there was like gray and I think like, and something, and there was like one other color and I can't remember nice. that off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. I also just want to interject something completely irrelevant, which is that, <laughs> but it's relevant to like you just being one of the people that I know with like the best style period and caring about like the fashion element, which is you were a bridesmaid in my wedding. And when you came out and you had these like, like crawling earrings that were like, what, like, what do you call them? The is ear. An, oh, yeah, it's an ear. Shoot, a wrap? What is, it is it an ear wrap or something? Something, yeah, something like, like that. Yeah. And you yeah. had these like sparkly shoes. Like you had totally taken kind of the bridesmaid, whatever aesthetic, and made your own thing. And I was like, I'm done. I'm leaving. This is your wedding now. It was I, I like I'm still obsessed when I look at pictures and I see that. So so like thinking about you picking your wedding dress and your bridesmaids dresses and stuff, I know like you would have had like the best standards, but that also makes it hard. <laughs> Right, like, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to be that witch that's like, oh, your outfit's ugly. Like, how dare you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, was like, like I just want you to be not that my, any of my siblings or my sister-in-law have bad sense of styles they're gorgeous people who like have great sense of style their own sense of style but I was like yeah. I'm not gonna put someone in like you just see all those photos from like yeah. your parents weddings and stuff and you're like oh my god <laughs> like a why did we go with yeah, yeah or like the big puff sleeves like why did yeah. we do that why did I force yeah. someone to wear that yeah 
Um, so then where does like Joe fit into that? Did you pick out his outfit or did he have an opinion on what him or got the guys were wearing gonna wear? Again, so he has like so we, I love him to death. But one of his things is like, like this he did not <laughs> care about. Like I had to come with him because he's like, I don't trust my own sense of style. <laughs> so he was like, so I went with him and his he has his youngest brother lives in DC. Um, and so the three of us like went together to like a suit shop and like just a regular one because we needed to be able he has a second brother and we needed his other brother to be able to use like the similar shop a chain we had to use a chain Mm, so then his brother could then buy the suit his version of the suit so we just went and I was just like I just need you to stay within like just do a gray suit and then I'll help you pick out I'll help you pick out a tie (laughs) and I'll like here's the color scheme here's what you get to pick from and then like I'll help you pick out shoes and all the other things. And like, and then Joe is going to do like his, like they could do like, they're like, like suiting. Like there's like, Oh, you can do the lining can be special or like you can have stuff monogrammed Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was just talking through with him, like what he wanted and helping him decide like, and then, and then being, but again, like the almighty dollar sign in the background being like, do, does this make sense to have to do all this stuff? So since you were traveling, were they buying the suits or were you renting them for like a couple weeks or something? So his brothers were renting, but Joseph was buying because he's like, this is a gray suit. I'll just wear this then. I will have use to wear this. Mm -hmm. Like I said, we're in higher ed. We do events. We have to go in front of – we have to be in front of alumni. Like we will get wear out of this. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's always good to have a good standard gray suit in your right. <laughs> Um, So then what about like the rest of your look, um, hair, makeup, accessories, those types of things? Did you kind of have like a vision shoes. for that? <laughs> yeah, shoes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the shoes I actually think I found like m- months ago, like I found a pair of white that Badgley Mishkoff shoes that had like feathers like up the side to like on them that I was like I mean I randomly bought them because I fell in love with them and they were like on sale and it felt like justified and I was like I yeah. just have to be in my closet for some reason and then I was like okay these are gonna be the shoes though now that I'll wear at my wedding so I was like cool I just bought them months months so years earlier um, yeah and then um, and then like jewelry and veil wise, because of the dress, I let the dress then dictate like, okay, I don't, my hair is going to be down low, but kind of off to the side or up low. Like, and I was like, but I don't want to veil, but also because like for personal reasons, I was like, I don't want to veil. I don't like this. It's not my, not my aesthetic. I don't need to be covered. I'm not an object. Like I've, to me, I felt like a veil is like objectifying and that whole thing. It's just mm. like not my vibe. So sure. I was like, and the dress just is so stunning. I just want that to be the focus. So I'll just mm-hmm. do like, I was just researching like, um, like jewelry to put in my hair, like combs, like pretty combs and all that stuff. And just let the dress be the showstopper. So this is like a, like a side note question, but I feel like it plays into you talking about looking for like hair and makeup artists and things like that. Did you, were you building a few days in from like getting there to the wedding to like adjust to the time and all that? So we built in a couple of days ahead of time also because we could, we needed to like 
you have to do like the family meetings and all that stuff. And like, if anyone wanted to go on tours and see the sites of my, know my husband and his family wanted to show up, would want to show off Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we have to get there a couple of days. We had booked it so that we were getting there early, um, like a week early. And then our families were getting there like only a couple of days early. Um, but yeah, so we could meet with, um, to meet with some of our vendors in person mm-hmm. that makes and sense. to meet and to like meet with his family and do hit like do the tour of his family and introduce me to his like the family that lives in Ireland like you had to, we had to get there super early to do all that stuff I mean the time difference I mean it's like what I think it's like five hours six out five hours I think so, not too yeah. bad well I took a red eye to Ireland one time and it almost killed me so that's <laughs> That's what I was thinking about on your gosh. (laughs) I mean, I did a red eye from LA to like DC and I thought that's that was a killer to me. That was like this effing sucks. Yeah. 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 I would never do that again. But that's that's advice for a whole other situation. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about capturing your day and photography um how did that work like did you were you looking for a photographer there or were you not doing photography what were you doing so we were doing so that was like one of the big things I think we both knew that we wanted was like we want good photos we want Mm -hmm. excellent wedding photos because this is a one this is going to happen one time and Mm -hmm. we need we need them to be good. Also, because my yeah. older sister has terrible wedding photos. See, that, that's what I want. I want her to talk about that sometime. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are epically you bad. need to show them on the end of those yeah. make it to the social media because they are so <laughs> terrible. They're so they bad. are by far my favorite wedding photos. <laughs> that was like, oh my God, I cannot have those as my wedding photos. So you learned your lesson from her. Yeah. I was like, I will not, I will spend, that is one thing. That's another, that was like one other thing where I was like, I'm willing to break the budget a little bit for mm-hmm. photography because that's mm-hmm. super important. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just did research. I did my own research um, online and like Instagram and found uh, this fabulous photographer. Her name was like Nicola. Nicola Ross and she was super easy to work with was like and I was like will you do multiple locations just because it's Northern Ireland and I don't I mean, it's, a, it's the only one time that we're gonna have our wedding in Northern Ireland I want mm. all the sites and all the places yeah. but like mm-hmm. I know I have to be realistic about like travel time to different locations mm-hmm. um so but she was so great to work with and was like we yeah I can we can make whatever we want to happen like happen. So I was like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's great when you find somebody like easy to work with and who you click with and everything. Yeah. 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 And who's like, and who's not going to like, who is, I appreciate it too being like realistic expectations because I don't know like how far it takes to travel between places. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I would take it all day to like, we're going to go to (laughs) Valentine. We're going to go to these ruins. We're going to go here. Yeah. I know that's just like not feasible. Yeah. Right. Um, so were, did you look into videography or photo booth or any of that kind of like photography extra stuff or just photography? No, just it, for us, it was just straight photography, one, because of budget, two, just because like that was just not going to be feasible with yeah. like, well, I don't need video. I don't want a videographer. That's just not my preference. Yeah. Um, and 
I, cause I was just like, I'm going to have this video and what am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Just like, I have to like, that's, that's personally, like, it's just going to sit there and I don't, mm-hmm. I'm never going to rewatch. I'm rarely going to find it. It's something, and it's another thing for me to lose in a move is kind of what I thought. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm curious if you're like me, I, I feel like you'd be like me on this too. I'm like anything where you might possibly catch me not looking absolutely perfect like in a video <laughs> you, isn't you happening. Can't edit, you can't like <laughs> physically edit me. Like, no, no, no. Uh, like, and are, is, are any guests taking photos at my wedding on their iPhone? Absolutely not because I might not look perfect. <laughs> um, but I would say it was just like it wasn't going to work for the venue and it wasn't going to work to have like a photo booth or any of that extra stuff. Yeah. So it was just like – and sure. I feel like, too, like, I'm the type of person who, like, personally, it's, like, I like to be in the moment, and I just want pe- – mm-hmm. I, I just want everyone to be in that moment with us. Yeah. I'm gonna, that's right. I'm going to be selfish, and I want you to kind of, like, put your phone down and yeah. just be here with me. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, you two are very similar in that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amanda, you said, we like, are. the same thing about yeah. your wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's, But there was also some vanity to it, like I just said. <laughs> that's funny (laughs) um what about like florists did you look for a florist out there or what was the plan for florals and decor and anything like that I think at that point that's like when it like crap started hitting the fan like okay I started looking I started looking at a florist and I started looking at cake at cakes and I was like and then it was just like oh Mm. we may have to hit pause on okay. some of this stuff yeah my wedding was set for may 1st 2020 and all of this was <laughs> happening early march of 2020 oh yeah gosh. yeah so <laughs> um i don't even know what to ask like then what at what point did you realize we're either gonna have to push back our wedding date or we're going to have to come up with a new plan. And then how did you decide which of those options to pursue? There was like a couple of days of like mourning and like realizing, like re- like letting it hit you that like this is not going to happen the way that mm-hmm. we envision yeah. that this is happening. And mm-hmm. it was – honestly, that moment was when Andrea called me and was like, I don't think we're going to be able to go to Northern Ireland. And like mm-hmm. that like hit my gut. Yeah. hard that was like I'm gonna have a major family member and her family like not be there mm-hmm. that's insane and I just like cried like on the yeah. couch like yeah. and then like having talked to my then fiance and be like this is I don't know what's happening like what are we gonna do and yeah. it was like and then it was like the I don't know how it might have been a week at most it was a week then when it was like what was that March 13th, that Friday or March 16th when everyone got sent home? Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. like, you're working from home now. And it was just like everything shut down. It was like, what yeah. is happening in the world? But, yeah. but right at that point, six weeks out, did you think that it was going to last that long? Because at that point, there was a lot of like two weeks flatten the curve. Did you think there was still like, so or did you already know? Hope. So we held out hope for a little bit. So I was more pessimistic than my husband was. And my husband's mother, um, she's definitely a seven and like super optimistic, wants to like good time. And she was like, also like, no, this is going to happen. Like Mm -hmm. we all have our tickets booked. Everything's ready to go. Like we're good. Like 
they're going to say it's okay to travel. And it's like, I'm sitting in the corner being like, Mm-mm, no way, no way, Jose. Like, this is not like, I'm the type of person like when I, if I'm going to come up to an obstacle, I'm just going to like, I just, I'm feeling the sadness and I just want to yeah. feel it. And like, don't make me not feel it. Cause I don't like, it's going to be a harder loss like when it is a like I like when we finally and when every when the whole group is like no this is not happening so I just want to be in this now, um, yeah. So it was just we did think like oh no that we're okay, and then I think I don't know exactly when it might have been at the end of March when it was like Mm-mm, or like yeah. early April it was like no we got to pivot, like if we want this to happen. We got to make, we got to do it. Like we got to figure out a plan and shift. Yeah. 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 So were, did you consider, Mm -hmm. we'll just wait and see when we can go? Or did you know, like, no, we want to get married now, no matter what? So we looked at each other and we're like, he was like, I want to get married. I want to make this happen. And I was like, I'm, I'm in it. I want to be married to you. Mm -hmm. I love you. I want to be married to you. There's no reason to let COVID stop us. From being together. And then you start reading about the stories about people who had like small weddings. Like that was like at the very beginning of like all of that. Cause like, you know, March was like, nobody can gather, nobody can do anything anywhere. And then April was like in DC, it was like, okay, you can do gatherings of five people. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, all right, that's all we need. Five people. <laughs> that's enough for us. We're going to make this happen. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, we can. And it was like, mace. Let's send an email to the Catholic priest. We had our home church here in D.C. And it was like reaching out to the Father Gurney is his name. And it was like, can we get married at St. Joseph's? Like, can we make this happen on May 1st and like keep Mm -hmm. our date? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yep, we can make that happen. I was like, okay, like we're going to make it work then. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like communicating via our website that like Northern Ireland's off. We are going to like maybe do something later stateside. We have no idea what's like what the future holds. We just are going to try and get this done one way or the other. And then it was just from there like, okay, we're we're able to stick to our date and have a ceremony. How how can we pivot this? And really getting our support systems in place. Like his, his mom was like crucial during this time of like getting stuff together. Like I, she was like, because of like, just her, uh, okay, we're going to make it happen. And she's like, like the pseudo mayor of Clinton, New York. And like, knows all these people (laughs) and like made sure she like knew all these people. And was like, okay, I'm going to get a cake and I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that and send it on down with your brother. Like, yeah. And it was just like really relying heavily, like on family members. Yeah. That's awesome. She did all that. So you you had the um the the ceremony venue did you like you knew basically there wasn't going to be any reception right Correct. there was no possible we like, way. right we knew there was no way to have a reception like we can't have people gather mm-hmm. it doesn't feel safe and at that mm-hmm. point like yeah there's no vaccine so people and also right. there's no vaccines and it's like i we don't want to be we don't want our wedding to be the thing where someone gets sick yeah. and we never see them again Right. And so we were like, we, we're just going to keep it local. And so it ended up being like, I wanted to have a family member there. So my older sister drove down and then his younger brother 
his youngest brother, who's already in D.C., was there. And then his other brother, um, who was living in Florida at the time, like, was able to come up. And because, like, my husband was like, I want my brother Thomas to be my best man. Mm -hmm. So we were like, that had to happen. He had to be there. And so it was like the five of us. So (laughs) you're two of the five people. uh So we're two of the five people. And that was it. And then, but like, that's like a whole, that was like one of the, like, like that's a whole other thing was like trying to like knowing our families where our parents were excited and wanted to be there, but to be like, no, you cannot be there. Yeah. Like no yeah. one. I mean, it was freeing that we could just be like, no one's allowed to. I mean, the introvert in me was like, ha ha. This is great. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh my God. That's so sad. <laughs> then there was like, so sad. Cause his mom's like, but what if we just like drove by like, or what if we just like, we're in our car we stayed in our car and we're like, no, that's like not fair to my parents who aren't yeah. able to come down. And so we are like, no, like, we can't have any extra people. Yeah. It's just going to be this. And luckily, too, like, his youngest brother who lives in D.C. Um, had worked for um, Georgetown's, like, Georgetown University's, like, comms team. So he was super experienced already and like, doing Facebook Lives and, like, social media stuff. So we were like, cool, you're going to be the one post this on Facebook Live. Like, yeah. you're going to man that. That's your job. So... Yeah. And like, that's what, that's why you're going to be there too, is also mm-hmm. you're going to have a job. Um, so we made him be like our, yeah. run like a laptop while we were there at, at the church. Yeah. And I'll say we were living at my parents' house for COVID and so was my younger brother. And the five of us all watched your wedding together on Facebook <laughs> Live. We put it up on the big TV and <laughs> you did a great job, your brother-in-law. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, Andrew. I mean, we knew the sound was going to be crap because we don't have mics. We were we were not going to dive that deep into it. But we were yeah. like, okay, we're just gonna we're gonna do it right. on Facebook Live. But it was like, like knowing in April, like figuring out in April that like we're going to do this. But then like knowing that shipping times are taking longer. There aren't mm-hmm. stores that aren't physically. We can't go into a physical space to like look at things. So we have to like. And my husband, because I don't. Maybe it's because he's a nine. But does like that analysis paralysis where it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this stuff so much, and I'm like, I'm going to die here. Just make a decision, like pick something. Like that yeah. was the whole ring episode. Yeah. Was like he knew exactly what he wanted, and nothing was gonna like until he could find it. But there was like contacting places like through Etsy shops and jewelers who were like, I can't get into my studio because of COVID. Like, Mm, so I can't make it or I don't have access to it. Or I only have access calling all these jewelers and being like, Oh, well this jeweler only has access to like, she could only go in one day a week or whatever. And if we don't time it right, it was like a whole thing. And then his mom's like searching for us and calling around to like jewelers to figure out. Luckily, like it all worked out. He got exactly like what he wanted. And loves his wedding ring, wears it all the time. Um, but like, like who would have thought? Like, just getting a man's wedding ring was like such yeah. an ordeal. Yeah. Oh, and then like, my beautiful wedding dress is like mm-hmm. stuck in a shop in Doylestown that I still have. Like, it's just done. I just like get a refund. Like, I'll never see wear this dress ever. Bye. Yeah. It just yeah. locked away. Like, I had one fitting. Yeah. I was supposed to have my second fitting, and it just canceled right never happened I'm thinking like 
just thinking back two and a half years later, you know, what we didn't know then and like all the the unknown was the fear, you know, like right. now in hindsight, you know, would it have been okay to have both of your parents like in back opposite corners of the church? Like probably, you know, like things like that. Right. But in that moment and in, in March and April of 2020, I mean, everything was just, I remember looking at AJ at one point and being like, are we going to get this? Are we going to survive this? <laughs> like, yeah. is that where we're like, have to be concerned about? And so just hearing you talk about, you know, things like somebody could only get into their studio once a week and things like that. Like it, it really does bring back a lot of like, oh, yeah, that's right. We'd like, we're supposed to stay in our houses. <laughs> right. We had, there was yeah. no, like no one had any idea what was going on. Yeah. And you just like, you just have to stay home. Right. Yes. Especially so in like, a big yeah. city like DC. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, luckily I could still go, you could still go outside and we weren't like a city that was like shutting down completely that you had to like right. were stuck in, like there was orders to stay indoors. I think I would have like lost my mind because yeah. her apartment is small and I would have been like <laughs> climbing, <laughs> the window, breaking a window to get out. But it was like, yeah, like holy mackerel, just being like, yeah. I, like, and just having to like remind my husband, like, we need to be mindful. Like we need to make, when we were making decisions, like we got to be quick because like, you don't have time to play with. We don't, right. Like, yeah. Shipping is going to, is an issue. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But also, Betsy, to your point about like really like thinking back to that mindset, and we we lived in New York City at the time, and New York City was obviously like just so dangerous to be in. And I know a lot of people that got really sick, you know, because it was pre-vaccines, mm-hmm. and um, like I'm just thinking, probably mate, from your you and Joe's perspective, Rachel, like it's like. Why, like, it's all the more reason to just to get married and be married because you just don't, we, nobody knew what two mm-hmm. months later or a year later was going to look like. So you might as well, mm-hmm. you know, be together. Right. That was exactly it. It was just like, if we're going to go through this, I want to go through this with you. But like, yeah. I want to be in a tiny apartment with you. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be by myself. I don't want to yeah. be a, like, or like mm-hmm. a call away. Like, I can't imagine having to be living alone during that point yeah. in time. Like yeah. that's just crazy for me to think about. Right. And like power to you, to those people that did it. So, and you guys were, you were moving in together. So you were moving. <laughs> we got an apartment the beginning. We Our move-in date was like the beginning of March. And so okay. I had an empty apartment. We had an empty apartment that I, like, that I was staying in. Like I think we all we had was like the bed. And like a box or something like it was like <laughs> nothing. And like, and he had his apartment, which was luckily his old apartment was like only two blocks away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just like it was Crazy. trying to then to move during right. the pandemic. On top of it, like that's how we say we spent our honeymoon. We didn't. I mean, we had a honeymoon booked, and then we had to cancel all of it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, I guess we're moving. So we took a couple <laughs> days off of work to like move into our apartment officially, and like that was it. <laughs> your honeymoon was like being trapped in your apartment. Yeah. In DC. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back to you, you already mentioned that you couldn't get a hold of the dress. So how did you find something to wear in just a couple weeks? I luckily like Nordstrom was back online and like and doing shipping. So I was like, I know 
That's where I'm going. I'm going to Nordstrom. I'm going to go to a big department store that has lots of options. Yeah. I'm going to do like a court, like a civil ceremony type dress. I was like, that's my idea. So it's just like filtering on in Nordstrom being like, I want a white dress. <laughs> white dress. The occasion is like cocktail party or whatever yeah. the options are. And it was just like going through. And I already had like a sense at that time too, of like what designers I was probably going to gravitate towards. And so it was like, okay. Oh, Ted Baker, London. I'll look at that. Cause if mm-hmm. I'm going to pay extra for an address, that's fine. Cause I'm, we're saving money like crazy <laughs> yeah. doing this. And so I was like, I'm just going to go buy off the rack and just like cross my fingers that it fits like a glove mm-hmm. and I don't have to do. And I was also like, I, so I can't do a long dress because being a sh- on the shorter side, I ha- would have to have it hemmed and that would be a whole yeah. thing. That's not going to happen. So I was like, then I saw the dress and I immediately knew. I looked at it online. I was like, that is my dress. This yeah. is what I'm going to wear to my wedding. I love it. And then I bought a pair of shoes, white pumps to go with it. There were also Ted Baker London. And I was like, I'm done. Like, cool. this is like a big thing. Check off my plate. Yeah. And then it was like, as soon as I saw the dress, I was like, I know exactly then the look and the vibe that I want. I have jewelry. I already have the jewelry. I don't need to buy anything. That's all done. I had to buy my ring, but like luckily before everything shut down, I already knew the ring that I was going to get, my wedding ring. So that was golden. But I was like, all I want them for a veil then is like a birdcage veil because yeah. it's going to be just like a midi length white form fitting with scalloped edges off the shoulder mm-hmm. and I was like I just want to keep it simple like 50 60s uh yeah, like a 1950s exactly. 60-ish vibe yeah exactly and I was like and this is gonna be like my dream come true look yeah. and I was like the only thing that was sad about was like one thing I was really looking forward to was like having my hair and my makeup done mm-hmm. I was like thank goodness someone to take care of it for me I don't have to like mm-hmm. use all my stuff or like yeah like have to worry about any of that and I was like are you gotta be kidding me I gotta do all that by myself I can't get a manicure I have to paint my own freaking nails like this is gonna be they're gonna look like trash like (laughs) I'm gonna think they look like luckily but like I know no one's seeing them but I'm gonna see them and I'm gonna think they look terrible and I'm like well I guess I'm just Andrea was like in my apartment the night before my wedding, and I'm like painting my nails. <laughs> I'm just like kind of bummed, and I'm just like sad, sad painting. And I'm like, oh, geez, this is not what I wanted. But I mean, like, it ended up working out. And I had to like the veil thing, I just like, once I knew what I wanted, I just like Googled, deep, deep Googled, and was like, who's available? Found this like shop in Australia. And was like communicated with the shop owner and was like, can you rush this? Because I need it by this date. And she was like, yes, but I have to charge you extra. And I was like, I don't care. And it was like $100. <laughs> and I got her on time. And I was like, this is everything. Is like, thank you, Lord, that this is like all working out. Like, yeah. so, yeah. And, I, and like the one thing I do love about the dress that I now have is like one point of pride that I have is like I can wear this dress multiple times at like other functions for work and no one will know mm-hmm. unless I tell them that it's my wedding. Mm-hmm. This is my wedding dress. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I like, it, honestly, like your whole look was literally fire. And also I didn't, 
maybe I saw a picture at some point of of your dress, like your original dress that you picked out, but I, I honestly don't really remember. But I can't – I honestly can't imagine just knowing you anything being more you than like the kind of 50s, 60s aesthetic that you ended up with. And I think like secretly like if I was like to be completely honest about like if I did think about my wedding, like my dream always like went back to like a civil ceremony wedding of like just Mm -hmm. like a simple white gown of some sort, like some sort of white dress, like Mm -hmm. more, more relaxed. Yeah. But like – I did like the idea and I loved my other dress and I love the idea of like a, a, you know, a big to do fancy wedding gown. But I was like, this feels, this was like more me and it fit the moment too. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. Well, let's take a walk through the actual day and talk to us about kind of like the timeline and what happened how it actually unfolded. Yeah. Okay. So my actual COVID <laughs> wedding. Your and actual like, COVID wedding. Oh, and here's like, oh my God, there's like so many elements that you don't think about. Like <laughs> the wedding off, like the marriage office was closed in DC and it was like, we don't wow. have a certificate. We have no idea if we can get a certificate. When will we be yeah. able to get a certificate? Yeah. There is no one in the office. And That's like, crazy. I emailed someone. I think I like somehow got an e and like, it's already like, it's already working with like the DC government, which is like red tape and it's like, yeah. we have to get through anyway. Cause we had like a whole plan for that with an international wedding. We're going to get our certificate. We're going to get our marriage license state size. Only going to be a couple bucks. We'll be, and then we fly over there, do the ceremony. Cool. Done. But like mm-hmm. here it was like, Oh no. And then it was like coming to terms with like, no, we still want to get married. We'll be married in the eyes of God. Like, and mm-hmm. we'll figure yeah. out, the legal stuff later. Yeah. But like somehow within like the timeframes, I had like reached out to the email address to the wedding office and was like, Hey, can I have no idea? I'm trying to get married. And someone got back to me and was like, you need to submit this paperwork. And like, then we'll process it. Once we get the scanned copies, we'll process it. And then like, we'll get back to you with like the forms to be signed. So we were just like, okay, there at some point we'll get forms to sign, but like, we won't, we won't hold our breath until those come. Yeah. yeah. So we went through the way and we told that to like, and we told that to the priest and we're like, we don't actually know, but he was like, that's fine. We'll just do a second quick ceremony like later when you guys have paperwork. So technically like Joe and I have two wedding dates we have, like, our actual <laughs> wedding, like, the day we did on May 1st. And then when we went back and did our paperwork with the priest, we had, like, a whole other, like, little ceremony. And, like, That's it was, so like, funny. the 23rd or something, like, May 23rd. Oh. But, like, then we, like, you just – they're, like, the guy was, like, oh, here's two sets of papers. You sign one, sign both of them, get the priest to sign both of them, and then mail the one off to our offices, and you'll keep the one, and then you're good to go. And it's, like, that doesn't feel right at <laughs> all. <laughs> Well, in like when AJ and I got married, Amanda, I don't know where you guys got your license from, but we in Berks County, you go to the courthouse and you, you know, apply or whatever with the whoever it is, the one who person who issues marriage licenses. And they give you like the ornamental one. And we live like in the heart of like right next to Amish country. So it's got like hex signs and like birds and stuff. It's like really decorative and it doesn't mean anything. Like it's just for you to like whatever frame or whatever 
which we have not. Um, but then <laughs> your actual marriage license is literally just printed on a piece of like computer paper. <laughs> like that's it. There's nothing like yeah. special about it. And every time, you know, you have to like give it to or send a copy. I'm always like, really, is this it? it like I could have typed this in Microsoft Word. <laughs> and printed it at home. Yeah. And Joe and I were like, so I have our copy, but that doesn't mean that they processed it in the DC right. office. And we were like, I guess they got it. I don't know. <laughs> and it was like a year later that like I went. Yeah. And I was like, I went through like a year later and was like, I'm going to request a, a second copy and like another copy and then hope that they send one. Yeah, and we did. Oh so gosh. now we have like an official copy from the DCF. But like, that was like mm-hmm. a whole thing. Yeah. That's all to say. <laughs> like, so the actual wedding day was like my sister, Andrea and I getting ready in the, my apartment and just her and I hanging out kind of. And like, I had like, we had like a, t- I had a tiny desk in here and I just like set up shop like we just hung out she made bre- I think she got breakfast oh I walked with her to a coffee shop that's like right like two blocks down off a park near my apartment we got coffee we picked up croissants and like breakfast pastries and then came back here and then it's her and I hanging out and then us like getting ready like I did my hair I did my makeup I like had a huge, I was like YouTubing a couple of nights before of like, like half updo hairstyles, like, how am I going to do this? And like, but like, did my hair, had my sister check to make sure everything like looked good. Mm -hmm. Um, And luckily, and then my brother, um, excuse me, my, my brother, my husband was at his apartment with his brothers and they got ready over there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... We went to um, – he went to the venue. He went to the church, which is only, like, a couple blocks away from where we live, um, which is the beauty of Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he walked over there, and then my sister and I a little bit later – and they, like, set up the computer over there and, like, did a walkthrough. And I, like – she and I then, like, drove over there later – um, I had like a whole like little itinerary like made up for people that were here in case anyone was like my sister needed a reminder of like what when was happening when. <laughs> but like just cause I think also just because like I do events, so I know like it just makes me happy just to have like yeah <laughs> a timeline, a run of show. Yeah. But um like and then we went to the church. I like had to get hidden away off to, on the side. And, like, we had a – I mean, that was also the nice thing was, like, we were able to find a photographer last minute because she had nothing going on. And so she gave us, like, a great discount on top of it because she's, like, I haven't had work for, like, months. Mm -hmm. And so – and we had – but we found her, like, through a friend who did, like, wedding photography. Like, she was, like, a second shooter, our friend. And she was, like, oh, I know this person and gave us the contact info. She was, like, yep, I'll do it. And she was, like, awesome, 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 Mm -hmm. awesome. I highly, anyone in the DC area that needs a photographer, Amanda Gilly is amazing. Um, and she, it was like the priest, my husband and I are three guests and like our photographer. And so like, oh, and we had to like, there's like, we had, we were going to have a harpist play our music in Northern Ireland, 
But because all of that got canceled, she recorded music for us that we then played, like, during the ceremony. So then, like, I walked out to, like, harp music being played on a laptop speaker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it wasn't great sound, but it didn't matter. You just, I was just so excited. We were just so excited um, to actually be doing it. Yeah. And then my sister, so then Andrea walked me down the aisle. and, Mm -hmm. And then we did the whole traditional Catholic wedding and we had like this heart music that we would play. We had the fate, we had the laptop going. Um, I would say it was probably like, I don't even know how long that's there. It's like, it's a blur, honestly, even yeah. though it's only like five, it was a, such a small ish, like ceremony. It still was like a blur of it all happening. Did, did Joe see you beforehand at all or no? No. And that was like a big thing for him was like, I do not want to see you beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and he was just oh, like a love, sweet love, tearing up <laughs> at, the end of, at the end of the aisle. So, it, well, in this ceremony, like we typically ask like questions about kind of traditions. Um, so I know yours is obviously like a little different because of it being during lockdown. But so you talked about music. Andrea walked you down the aisle. Did you have any, like, readings or any other, like, unity or songs during the ceremony? So we just stuck straight to, like, straight, I would say, like, quick Catholic wedding. Like, that was our mm-hmm. tradition. So we had readings. We had to pick because they were very, like, in a, I don't know if you talk to other Catholic brides, but you have, mm-hmm. like, they'll give you, like, you have to pick certain from certain certain readings from certain books. Sure for certain times and then like certain prayers. So we did that all ahead of time. He and I had talked through all of that. Um, There was no candles or anything like that, but it was like, we had specific read. I think there was like five different readings. There were certain things that we had to pick. And so we did those Mm. traditional readings. We did, you know, communion or the Eucharist together. And we Mm -hmm. did, um, there's like a prayer. There's like, you can pick prayers Mm -hmm. um, that you want to. And I was like, Prayers during for for people during COVID. Prayers for our family that couldn't be there, stuff like that. And so we just mm-hmm. kind of stuck with like mm-hmm. Catholic traditions. Sure. And did yeah. you write your own vows, or you just recited the? Traditional we just vows? recited the vows. Nice. Just went because I was like, as much as I would love to have written our own vows, I it was just gonna it would stress me out that like, yeah, I would want them to be perfect and perfect for him and like. I'd want everyone to hear them too. And I was just like, I'm just going to go, let, I'm yeah. going to take this off my plate and just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and if I need to, like, I'm a words of affirmation person. I'm constantly telling Joe how I feel about him. So like, <laughs> they, you know, I yeah. don't need to, I don't need to. Yeah. There's always mean, like, the rest of forever. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't even realize this. I don't think from when it happened, but it seemed like you did have like a little, cocktail hour kind of situation which was is so cute in the pictures yeah so we decided then because like we can't have a reception so for our reception we just like got takeout from like luckily like from this wonderful restaurant that happens to be nearby like we had lovely co-workers who pitched in together and gave us like a huge gift card to what's called like Rose's Luxury, which is like this amazing restaurant here in DC, which typically doesn't like take reservations, but because of lockdown, we were able to get dinner from there, which was like, which was a fun surprise. And then to be like, oh, this is going to be a reception dinner. Um, 
but then we knew people couldn't eat with us. So we were like, okay, we'll hang out. And because people are going to be driving, we're just going to keep it LaCroix. Also, because we're not big drinkers anyway. So it was like, I love a LaCroix. I love a sparkling, a flavored sparkling <laughs> water. So we just brought like a cooler with us. My husband had one of his brothers bring a cooler of LaCroix, like different flavors. And like, that's what they, and so while we were having our photos taken, our families, like siblings were hanging out back at the church and like they were having LaCroix and stuff. And then that was kind of like our reception when we got back from after taking some like location shots, we did like the toast there and like Mm. the best man and the matron of honor toast were just like outside the church. And then after that, it was like, bye everybody. (laughs) Have a good day. (laughs) It was nice seeing you. (laughs) Those pictures, though, with the like the speeches and the little Lacroix, are just adorable. And I loved the photo that she got of like my in laws and like my sister in law together on the phone, Face like time. when they're Facetimed. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. It's like that picture is like actually I printed out and put on our fridge because I love it so much. Because <laughs> so it's just cute. like it's just like that's that was the day. But like that was what it was yeah. all about was like trying yeah. to have our family there as in any way that we can have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that like captures, you know, the yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> I think I remember you saying, maybe I completely made this up or some somebody, Andrea, may be telling me about like at, for when you went home and you guys just had your dinner together, whatever, you had like special pottery or like some. some- oh, so my mother-in-law. So when she was like getting the cake. So in Clinton, New York, there's like. There's a place called Clinton Pottery where they like it's an actual like potter who makes like all these mugs that you can buy, plates, bowls. Like we have a ton of like Clinton Pottery stuff in my in our apartment. And my mother-in-law was so sweet and she got us like the cake stand. Mm-hmm. And it's like a nice, like handmade, hand-thrown cake stand that like separates, mm-hmm. like the lid comes off. And the stand part is like this wide circular base, but has like holes at the top. So you can decorate, like run the ribbon through there or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you want to run through, like raffia or whatever you're feeling. And so she, my mother-in-law bought that for us and brought it down with the cake as like a special surprise. And she did like all these like little, there was like all these like little touches that my mother-in-law was very sweet about doing. Like bought, she like reached out to a florist and had orchids and had orchids mm-hmm. transported down. So we just like had them at the foot, like at the church, at the bottom of the stair, at the altar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had, we had cut, then the, the baker who made a cake made us cupcakes as part of like, that's what we gave out to the guests, the three guests, <laughs> a handful of guests. Like that was like the cake at the reception co- or like cocktail hour, whatever COVID mm-hmm. cocktail hour. Um, <laughs> and like, and then she knows like this, the boutique owner in Clinton of this like cute shop called like Almost Local. And she had her like, who does like calligraphy and she had her make like this like little wooden sign that was like celebrating Rachel Tercevia and Joseph Tabragio, like on mm-hmm. like commemorating the whole thing, which I still have. We still have, I mean, it's not out, but we have it. It's really sweet. It was like, she's the sweetest human being. <laughs> and I don't know, like if we didn't have her help. Like, she was a, such a huge help during yeah. all of this, like, to help yeah. to be like, can you look for this? Can you do that? Like, and she would just, like, run with it and get it done. Yeah, that's really sweet. 
It's so helpful. Yeah. It's so nice that you like still like you had a special cake stand and special cupcakes that they could take home and eat while you were eating Mm -hmm. your cake and like doing everything you could possibly do to really make it a special day, even though it wasn't, you know, a typical big wedding. Right. And like, yeah. And my mom, I'm trying to think my mom had like champagne, had like little champagnes like sent to people, like to his family and stuff so they can like. So we they could do their you own could toast. All toast together, That's right? Cute. Yeah, and That's I forgot cute. to say, like, and there was like, I had to scramble and find like a florist, and like, mm. luckily there was like a florist who just opened up and was like starting had like an online presence here in Capitol Hill called like Poppy Flowers, and so I reached out to her and was like, hey, I don't know if you can do this, but all I need is like a bouquet. And like a boutonniere mm. and she's just like, Hey, are there any specific colors that you need? She was super great. And was like, no, I was just like, as long as they're, I forget. I gave her like spring colors or whatever. It doesn't matter. And she like, Oh, I live near. I was like, do I have to pick them up? Where do I need to pick them up? And she was like, no, I live nearby. So she like walks them over and like drop them off in my apartment, like oh. in the lobby of my apartment. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was so like, like, like during that time of COVID, it was so refreshing mm. to like, and it like such a blessing to have like moments like that when everything seems so dark and like you're losing so much, but like people who are being so kind and like helping yeah. other people, like helping us make sure like we have a day and have some normalcy and, yeah. and beautiful elements of this day. I think it's interesting because you had. You, you said earlier that you talked about like, okay, we're just going to do it and like maybe we'll do something later. Ultimately, did you? No, we did not because it was <laughs> just like by the time things started opening up again, we had already been married for like just over a year and it was like, this feels weird <laughs> like <laughs> to ask yeah. people to come together for us to celebrate our wedding that happened a year ago. Like. Yeah. I'm like it just for us it was just our preference that like it just felt too like even though it felt like our wedding just happened a couple months ago because like time time became so elusive like during COVID Mm -hmm. and the lockdown yeah like Mm -hmm. we felt like we were just married but married forever like it was just so weird it just was like you know what we're just gonna let let it lie like yeah and just we love each other and we love our life and um, yeah. on our families. And it was just like, we don't need another, it feels too soon to yeah. like do a whole like wedding ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I ask that is because, and maybe this is controversial <laughs> <laughs> because I really, we've talked to like a few different, you know, couples at this point and some of them have been COVID people who've pushed back their weddings or, you know, Mm -hmm. I know people who did a little thing and then, you know, later did a big thing and all of those options are totally fine. But I love that Mm -hmm. for you guys and also being the ones that I think were closest to kind of like the real like shutdown of the pandemic that it just feels like there was an enoughness for you to hundred percent that day. That's like really, really sweet and special. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like we, there have, there obviously were a lot of ways to handle a COVID wedding. Like we, like Amanda said, we've talked to people who just straight postponed. 
as a photographer, like I shot some of those like micro weddings in the fall of 2020 when things were kind of like, okay, we can gather, but in a small group and, you know, and with a couple of brides who had a full wedding booked for 2021 with me, like they postponed their date, but then also asked me to come and do like two or three hours or whatever. And those brides ended up canceling the bigger thing the year later, I assume because they're like, well, we already got married. We already had uh, some people there. And now we can just like avoid this huge cost, you know, hundred like, percent thing. Like when you're like, okay, well, we don't have to spend this money. It feels a lot easier to say, yeah, we oh, are just not going. I to mean, you look at your bank. It also, like we look at our bank account, and we were like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave that there. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no point. And like, that was like the nice thing is like basically you end up with a nice, a, a wonderful like life starting nest egg but yeah right. it was like it's enough it doesn't it feels it doesn't for it just feels weird to do it a year later and expect people to have the same enthusiasm mm-hmm. i like i love my life i love him like it just feels weird to call it a wedding to even call it like a wedding like mm-hmm. i don't know if i would do that and also like the cost savings was like i don't want to, like that was like all i mean for someone who started like looking at planning a wedding and being so concerned about dollars and then to be like, oh my God, we saved so much money at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, that's definitely like a big factor was like, I don't need to spend, I don't need to spend yeah. all of this for, I mean, I already got what the, what the dollars were going to spend. Yeah. Right. What the goal was, uh, we already have it. Like, yeah. I don't need to do anything more. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like really just lovely. It's really just a reminder, like this whole conversation of like, we're doing this where we're talking to people about their weddings and it's fun. And it's, I I like the creative elements and stuff, but like at the end of the day, it's a reminder of like what it's really about. No, I get it. I hear you. But I mean, there are things that was like, man, if we could do it over, Mm-hmm. We would like to have like our families there. Like sure. that was mm-hmm. like that stunk. Like yeah. not to be able to do all of that. Yeah. But like at the yeah. heart. But there are times where I just like look at Joseph and I'm like, I wouldn't have changed anything. Like yeah. honestly, like it yeah. worked out beautifully. Yeah. Like and yeah. like to have gone through all of that and to still be like we're doing this we're getting married and like have a wonderful day together like celebrating it was i wouldn't trade that for anything so Rachel our very last question for you um we are the something borrowed podcast so we would like to know did you have something old something new something borrowed and something blue okay so something new i had a i mean i had a bunch of stuff that was New, like the dress, the shoes. What kind of the dress? The dress, the shoes. Um, something. Now the borrowed thing is the thing I don't know if I actually had. <laughs> That's I, the name of the podcast. I know. I was like trying to rack my brain because I feel like my mother in law would have given me something, but she did. I don't. I'm pretty sure she didn't. Um, but like my something blue is probably one of my coolest things I'm super proud of that I had was my denim jacket that I found mm, like which I loved yeah last minute too which I yeah. highly recommend it's called the website I used was like over the moon which I guess is like run by Vogue um 
in it. I know I just like Googling, I got like into a hole of like, I want, I wish I could had, I wish I had time to do a custom jacket of some sort for like mm-hmm. photos. I think they're mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. I was Googling, I found over the moon and they had this like Levi denim jacket that they embroider in cur- like in cursive just married on the back. And I was like, that's freaking adorable. Mm-hmm. And I like, yeah, so again, cute. reached out to the vendor and was like, do, can you, do you have this size? How long will it take? Can I have it by this date? And she was, again, I got to work with some of the loveliest people and she was like, yes, we can make this happen. And she like got it to me in time. And it's one of my favorite things in the photos. It's like, also part of like who I am, something fun and whimsy, like fashion yeah. wise, like, and that is like, was one of the best things, like taking photos in it and then walking around Capitol Hill with it on and people being like going on their walk, COVID walks and being like, congratulations. <laughs> and being like, this is great. I love the limited conversation. I love to be, you see me, you acknowledge it. We have limited conversation. This is perfect. <laughs> But, like, it's such a fun piece that I keep in my closet that I will have forever. And I have no qualms whipping it out, like, on an anniversary or something. Because I'm like, hey, you can take – you may have taken my actual wedding day, but you'll never take this denim jacket away from me. Like, I just love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a statement piece. I'm, I'm like, scrolling through your photos right now as we're talking and just – I know, like, the photographer was, like, so happy when she showed – when I showed it to her, and she was like, oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) Well, and I'm thinking, too, like, knowing – you know, as a vendor, knowing what that time period was like, I – I have no doubt that the people you worked with were just excellent on their own, regardless of the situation, but I think – the industry itself was hurting so badly that like anybody you used or were able to work with that could accommodate you probably was just so thrilled to a have some business and be like, mm-hmm. just to make like, I, I don't think people get into the wedding industry without some sort of love for weddings in general. Mm-hmm. And so getting a request to shoot a really unique, like tiny COVID wedding or to make that jacket or make your veil. Like people are just probably so happy to have that like bright spot of like, Oh, things are still happening. Like people are still getting married. Like the world is still spinning. I still get to provide that service or craft that I love. Um, and to make someone's, you know, wedding a little bit more special. I, I was thinking also when you were talking about um, like for you guys, just like in the in the darkness of those those couple of months, the brightness of your wedding. Like I mm-hmm. even I remember sitting at in my parents' living room watching your wedding on the TV because it just even from afar, not being the photographer, not being you know there, it just felt like signs of life and something beautiful. Yeah, happening in general that is just so special. But anyway, did you have something old? <laughs> I'm trying to think about I would count I, – I guess the, the closest thing I could count was like – I guess this doesn't – I mean, I don't know if my engagement ring counts or not. Mm-hmm. So my engagement ring, my husband – I told him specifically, like, I don't want a new ring. I want something like meaningful. So he got like his grandmother's ring Aww. and had it reset in yellow gold because that's my preference and like – 
Hmm. So it's wow. like it's technically his grandmother's ring, but Reese. So like to me, that's like also like perfect. I was like, there's nothing more perfect yeah. for me than this. Like yeah. it has special meaning to you, but it's unique to me yeah. and like something that I love. And so like, and like they said, like I was like, and please get permission from your mom, <laughs> like that we can do this. I can like reset, yeah. like that I can have the the ring put in gold, um, and yellow gold, and they were all good with it. The, his mom and her sisters. Aww. So I was like, thank goodness. So I yeah. guess that's the closest thing I count to something. Yeah, that old. counts, I think. But yeah, so that was my something old. I had a bunch of new stuff. I don't think I had anything borrowed. <laughs> yeah. And a blue I denim jacket. Nice. Yeah. Well, we will definitely um, be sharing some of your images or your pictures on our um, Instagram. So if you're listening and you want to see Rachel's look and pictures, portraits, please feel free to go over to Instagram at something borrowed pod. Um, and I love my photos. Sorry. They're so good. I love my, my, I cannot say enough about my photographer. She was so good. So freaking good. And so like, like just, just did her thing. I knew when she came like strapped up with like all the different lenses and cameras and stuff, I was like, (laughs) Oh yes, we got a profesh here. And like, She was just like had no problem like giving directions and like because I'm like yeah, I'm gonna yeah. look like a turd unless like someone tells me how to do this <laughs> and I'm like because my Andrea looks at my photos too and she's like oh my god you look so good I'm like she told me what to do she told me how to place my head and how to do my foot and like we needed serious help but she made it so fun and like went like when it came to photos luckily like I we live in Capitol Hill so we're super close to all the monuments around here. So the mm-hmm. Capitol building and yeah. the Supreme court and the library of Congress, but we don't work on the Hill. So that was like a big thing of like, we don't want to actually be like, have pictures like on Capitol, like mm-hmm. at the Capitol that feels weird. We are not yeah. government people. That's not our deal, but like to be like, okay, we're going to go to the Supreme court yeah. and take pictures like around the Supreme court. Mm-hmm. And then we can have like these architecture pieces like in the background she was so good about dealing with it like doing that and and it's so cool she's so good yeah yeah and she her website will be linked in the show notes so um i i never mentioned that but every time we do a a wedding story um please check out our show notes for vendor links um and anything that's mentioned in our conversation we always make sure they're linked there so if you're interested in working with vendors that are mentioned you can find them really easily through through that. Again, thank you so much, Rach, for coming on. This was super fun. Um, and I feel like, you know, I love that you are our Enneagram four so far and that you're also our COVID wedding. I feel like um it like it shows the the beauty of that personality type, your personality type to really like you talked about kind of, you know really having particular aesthetic choices originally. And like, that's very for the creativeness, the, the vision, but then to be able to feel the sadness of the parts that you, you know, missed out on or like in that process and to just, but to also just like the flip side of that is to embrace the fullness of the excitement and the joy of that day finally coming to fruition, I feel like is so such a beautiful part of your personality. And also you're just fabulous and fashionable and everyone will love to see your picture. So 
Thank you. <laughs> I love that you're saying all of that like I'm fashionable when I'm like, look, I'm in a sweatshirt. I'm in a tie-dye sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm so fashionable. Listen, work from working from home doesn't count. I do too. I, I don't think there will be no. any doubts when people see your photos. Yeah. So. yeah. so anyway, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. Thanks, I'm Rachel. just Yeah, so happy to talk about like to inspire people. I hope like someone walks away being like, if crap hits the fan during your wedding, you will make it through and it could end up being even better than you imagined. That was the like 2012 te- uh, youth group kid coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>